What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he didn't sober up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I am your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do, hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do, hang out with someone and reminisce about the good old days. Most weeks I'll be joined by a guest. This week is no exception! All the way from New York City, Derek Thompson! Hi. Yo! Nice, 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 nice. What's up, dude? Not shit, man. Out here, you know, living a life, having fun. Hell yeah. yeah. Plug everything up front before we get too far. Social media, any dates you got coming out this will come out uh monday all right it's uh d.t. on instagram also on uh twitter i got a podcast the book of dt um what do you guys talk about on that oh dude i just it's just like a just is it me. just you it's just me just a quick rundown of what's going on what's on top of my mind it's all kind of crazy shit oh um, shit just like last episode, I was like, uh, I just had this Usher song stuck in my head and I just kept singing it over. And then, you know, a little bit of politics, a little bit of- uh, You love politics. The shit you did last night. I do, man, politics is so <laughs> we fascinating. We had this conversation before. It's so fascinating because it's so important, but everybody involved in it, like, just does stupid shit to me. I'm like, yo, yeah. it's not even adults. They just have names. It's like a high school table. Yeah. It's like uh, what the Mean Girls versus the Jocks. Or some yeah. Shit. Oh it's yeah. Like, and it's, it's it's fucking stupid. It is. Like, look at the options. Well, and it's also <laughs> interesting too because this is something that you and I had talked about before. Because you're, I, and I want the listeners to get to know you since it's your first time on the show. But you yeah. and I kind of became fast friends when I first moved to New York. Yeah. Because I ran into you at the stand a couple times. And we had talked about this both being from the South. It's just a different perspective on things, especially yeah. when it comes to like. Like, and that's the thing too, is like my current girlfriend now, Tracy, she was asking me when we first started dating, she's like, oh, you're from Florida. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, are you vaccinated? And just to fuck with her, <laughs> just to be a dickhead, I was like, no, of course. Like, no. daddy Trump says, don't do it. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do it. I'm a goddamn Florida man. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but then obviously moving to New York, you had to have it. So of yeah. course I got it and I even got the booster, but she was like freaking out. And, and I was just like, had to have it. Had to have it. <laughs> but she was like freaking out. And I was like, oh, this is such a weird thing that to and i've and i know you and i talked about it because when i saw um i saw you at the stand once and you got into like a political thing yeah i was going in yeah and you were just going in those guys literally kicked me off the show because of that shit it was that show that i saw (laughs) yeah yeah, i got you just going off of like just political shit and like uh the crowd likes it yeah they didn't care but the the guys on the show is like Oh, Those views points are fucking the fucking liberals are sucking the fun out of this shit. I know. Fucking HR comedy has to end. 
That's what that's what I call it, man. I call that shit the HR comedy, man. I'm like word, you gotta check in with HR. Gotta make sure, man. Before gotta you do make fat sure. jokes. You know how long comedians have been talking about fat people? Dude, I got in trouble at a mic. Not trouble, but I gotta talk a stern talking to at a mic. <laughs> Because I went on stage and I have this whole bit about how I look like I'm in shape because I go to the gym a lot, but it's to maintain a larger upper body so you can't tell that I have this like fat, yeah. like these rolls and stuff. And I literally say in the bit like, so you can't tell what I have going on with this my 600 pound life thing right here. Yeah. And then another comic went up after me who was in obviously far worse shape. Yeah. And was like, oh, if that guy's fat, I should just kill myself. And everyone kind of like Ooh. laughed. But then he got like serious about it. <laughs> and then during the mic, someone took me, like, not even the host, just someone else was like, like I was going to leave. And they were like, yeah. hey, man, like you're in pretty good shape, especially for like a comic. Like maybe lay off the, the fat jokes. And I was like, how about you lay, like I was bullied my whole life for being yeah. fat. Like who the fuck do you think exactly. you're talking to right no, now? I'm talking about myself being fat. You can't even talk about yourself being fat anymore. Yeah, they the were fuck? mad because apparently I'm not fat enough to talk about you that. You should have told them I'm living my truth. <laughs> uh, in my world, I'm fat. In my world. <laughs> so I identify as a large person. Um, tell everybody. I did a fat joke in, in Brooklyn, which yeah. is like the worst place. Unless it's a do. black room. <laughs> black people don't Unless care. Unless you're an old man black, hustle, you're black, not doing yeah, yeah. Yeah, old man hustle don't care, but some places like... Uh, every just, other place. Got quite not a, some places, <gasps> every other place. I'm just talking about fat people. I love fat people. <laughs> Half of my aunties are fat. <laughs> well, and it's... I remember I did the very first mic I ever did in New York. Second mic, excuse me, was at... The Tin Roof in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. And I went there and I was all like, boy, oh boy, I'm in New York. This is like my first week in New York. And I was like, here we go. And I yeah. told a story, true story, that I told in my one-man show. I told the full story, but I, it's also a bit that I do on stage mm -hmm. about getting arrested. And then there was another man in the cell with me asking what I did. Now, me and this guy are still, I told you this before, me and this guy are still Facebook friends, we're buddies, his name was Tyrone, and when I do the joke, like I do the, you know, different voices and stuff, and then a woman came up to me, not even, again, not the host, just some random open my comic in Brooklyn, like my first week here, and she goes, hey, that joke is racist, and I was like, the, the story, the true story that I told? She goes, yeah, why does his name have to be Tyrone? I go, because that's his, I was like, because we're friends, like that's his name. Like, what are you talking? She goes, you should change it to like Bill or Bob. Oh, wow. And I was like, first of all, no. But second of all, like that's what happened. Yeah. And so it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, fuck Brooklyn. Like see, I'm never yeah. coming back here see, that's, again. That's the HR check I'm talking about. Yeah. HR comedy is like the community self-policing. I bet that. I almost called her out of her name. I bet that lady wasn't even funny. Well, it's one of those things, too, where I didn't see her set, so yeah. I can't speak yeah. to that. But anybody who tries to like – like, and I know as comics we talk about this all the time. But if it's funny, yeah. if the joke is funny, you can kind of make a joke about anything exactly. as long as it's funny. Now, you do have to uh, like be aware of people's feelings, right? Yeah. A little bit. You don't want to – like it, if it's a white guy telling a joke about black people, it has to be that much funnier. Yeah. Because no, I completely like, agree. Because, yeah, you know, I get that part. But like, yo, if you're telling a real story about a real person. Yeah. She wants you to change his name because there's no white Tyrones. That's what she is. <laughs> like, what the fuck is well, she, that about? She basically, she said I was basically perpetuating stereotypes. And I was yeah. like, I'm just telling the story about what happened. Some of these dude. stereotypes like, are real. Lady. But it, <laughs> he said it. Derek said it. I did that's not say that. That's why they exist. 
Listen, 95% of black children are raised in fatherless homes. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just start throwing out statistics you have no backing fake, for. Fake statistics. That's the best part about the internet. You can be a fake expert real fast. Oh, yeah. There's a site. I remember when I was in college, our old um, one of my old law professors used to always joke. He goes, yeah, just go to imright.com and type in whatever you want, and you can find statistics to back it up. <laughs> no so, shit, for real. I got to yeah, check that out. I'm yeah, right. it's hilarious. Have an argument with your girls. Like, I'll be right back. Imright.com. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you your sister Yo. should sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> told you she was fat. Uh, so tell everybody, let's get to know Derek. Where, so you're originally from North Carolina, correct? Yes, yes. The greatest state in this lovely union. I say that because I'm from there. Yeah. Got, you got to represent your side. I say that about Florida all the time, man. 386, right? Till I die. Uh, so when did was you- Was that a gang sign? No, it's 386. <laughs> uh, so nobody's ever been shot after doing that. Oh, that's not true. Okay. But I mean, it's Daytona. People get shot all the time. Shit, Daytona's wild, yo. (laughs) So when did you you start doing comedy? 2001 was my first time on stage. I don't count that as my start date. I count 02 because that's when I was like, yo, fuck it. We going in. Okay. And when did you start it in? Obviously, you started in Carolina? Yeah. Okay. Good Night's Comedy Club. It's like a... It's like one of those clubs. It's like if you're a comic... You it's an know that club because yeah, forever, it's like yeah. Uh, you know how they used to do the East Coast run. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe based in New York, they go down to Florida, and you and stop maybe, everywhere yeah, along yeah, the way. Maybe shoot up to the uh, Midwest after that. But Good Nights was the spot. It's yeah. like you would see all these legendary like headshots from like the eighties in the in the uh, what's that? I guess you call it the vestibule when you just walk yeah in. yeah right when yeah, you walk yeah, in yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I started there, man. And what like, what made you want to start doing stand up? Like, how did you even find stand up? Because it no. is such a niche yeah. thing. I've always been like, uh, I like to joke around and be like uh, in school that type mm-hmm. of stuff. But at the time, I was going to North Carolina State University, and Wolf I was back, like, baby. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the Tar Heels and the Blue Devils, always kicking our ass. But <laughs> but I was going to school, and then uh, it was like towards, dude. It's like I was four years in, hadn't matriculated yet. I'm like, this shit ain't gonna work, son. <laughs> so I'm on the verge of dropping out. So I'm really looking at my life, like, what the fuck I want to do? Yeah. But like, I got the suggestion from this girl, Heather. I think it's her name. I still remember. Shout that. out Heather. Cause yeah, she changed my life for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like, cause I, I would work in the grocery store. It's so boring. Anybody come through my line, I'm making jokes. Yeah. And she was like, "You're funny. You should do stand up." I was like, "I wouldn't know where to start." And she's like, "Dummy, it's a comedy club, like right up the one street." One of the most famous comedy yeah, clubs I in could, the world. I could totally work walk from uh, the grocery store. Which is on Oberlin Road. I don't know why I'm giving. Like, people need direction from the grocery store. <laughs> How do I get to Good Nights? On Morgan Street. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a 10-minute walk. Yeah. So I went, like, actually, I contemplated the whole summer. I was like, I so you it. sat on it for, like, three yeah, months. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then I'm watching, uh, like, Comic View with my girlfriend. I'm, yeah. I'm like, baby, I'm funny than them, ain't I? She's like, yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to try it. She's like, you ain't that kind of funny. <laughs> like, this bitch. It's so disrespectful. Not that kind and then, of And then like, yeah, I'm so competitive. I'm like, I'm about to show this motherfucker. So I waited all summer. For some reason, I'm like, I'm going to wait till school comes back. I guess it was because I want to get, like, hopefully some people my age yeah. in there. Maybe that's what's the thought. But, dude, and then 9-11 happened. I was like, well, can't do it now. Yeah, you're out now. <laughs> so I waited another, like, uh, that was September, 9-11 happened. Of course, never forget. <laughs> so I think I waited till like, October, November. In, in 2001, and that's when you yeah, did your yeah, first like mic? Yeah, like a month later, like after I felt like, okay, I could be funny. Again, yeah. Or I can try it again. 
How I mean, did your try it. first mic go? Dude, it was good. Was it, it? Was, it was like some weird shit going on. It's like the universe. All right, so it was this guy, James Stevens III. <clears throat> and like, uh, I don't know if you remember in Living Color. Oh, yeah. Dude, he was like on like, it was like when this show was about to end, he was on like a couple episodes. So I recognized his face. He was there. Uh, this girl, Ray Bryant from my high school. Shout out to Ray. She's probably still fine as hell. <laughs> she was there. I was like, yo, this is weird. Yeah. I did good, but it's like, it's one of those things. Like I had five minutes. Mm-hmm. To, I had five minutes of time, but I only did like three and got the fuck out of there. Oh, okay. So you got off on a high note. Yeah. I was like, I, I had nothing I had nothing else, you know. So yeah. then what did you do? What took you so long to get back to Try, go? Trying to convince my ex. Okay. Yeah, because she was like, no. Really? Yeah. Did she go? Did she see it? She saw it like, uh, she probably saw me a couple years later. Okay, but she didn't see that first mic? No. Okay. So I didn't want anybody to know. Yeah. I was like, that's why uh, it's DT. I didn't want to. I didn't give my real name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Just wow. in case I sucked. That's how I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I don't want to be bad. And then some dude see me at the mob, like, yo, Derek Thompson, you suck. <laughs> I'm thinking at least if he's like, yo, DT, you suck. Like, like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Nobody calls me DT. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. So but, then when you started back in 2002, were you, you said you were all in? Yeah, I was all in. Were you in. still going to North Carolina in. State at this point? Uh, at that point, no, that summer when I was thinking about it, that's the summer where I was like, yo, they're not going. I'm, I flunked out, basically. Oh, so you just dropped. You left. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, Duh. You said that was after four I, years? I, I, did, I did still. Yeah, four years. I was just hanging on, taking all these, <laughs> taking all these electives, <laughs> taking swimming, <laughs> taking basketball like I ain't already know how to play. But that's like a free elective. I was, I was fighting to keep that GPA above two. Yeah. Because once it dipped low two, they're like, all right, this... Get out of here, loser. <laughs> you can take some Damn. online courses. But, dude, that no one told me computer science major was hard. Yeah. And, like, the hardest part about it was the shit I didn't like. Like, coding is fun to me. It's like a puzzle, right? Okay. You put the code in and then you run it, see if it works. That yeah. shit was fun. But all this other shit, like, dude, why do I need five algebras? Yeah. Five calculus, not algebra. You're like, I'm calculus just I'm is, fucking yeah. putting things in the computer. Yeah. I don't need calculus. I was doing wild shit, bro. I was like a... I'd have like a night class, like a core class I really need to matriculate, right? Yeah. But the guys would be going to the gym to shoot hoops at seven. So I'd just be in there. <laughs> just, just fucking up. That's what happened to me. So when I first got to school, I was playing football. Yeah. And I remember- Oh, I, nice. On scholarship? No, I was on a partial. Like, they just paid for my books and my meal plan. So not- oh, That's still dope right there. I mean, though. it was, yeah, it was D1. It was fun. But I remember when I got there- I was taking, I was, everyone's like business. You have to do business, do business, do business. So I got there and I was, business was my major. Yeah. And I took one political science class as like um, an elective basically. Yeah. And I loved it. So I was like, oh, I'm switching my major to political science. And the listeners already know this, but I was yeah. like, oh, I grew up in a, a, I was a child of divorce. So I've been playing politics since I was a kid. <laughs> like, you, know, you can't make this person mad. You can't say that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, political science is fun. Like how coding's fun for you. Yeah. I like political science. And so I switched my major, but because I was playing football, the advisors that we had because it's a D1 school so there's a yeah. lot of stuff that goes into the football program they were like hey you can sign up for whatever classes you want as long as it works around the football schedule yeah. so as a freshman and a sophomore I'm taking these senior level poli-sci classes because I was like into it yeah you jumped all the way in so but that was the funny thing so then fast forward I stopped playing football after my sophomore year because all my concussions I start drinking I start doing drugs and now as a junior and senior in college they're like oh you still have to take all these prereq courses like you still have to take oh, like shit, you know what yeah. i mean like appreciation of music and dude 
I'm showing up. There's all these 18 year olds in like a 300 seat like auditorium. Yeah. I'm like 20, 21, and I'm like drunk as shit showing up to these classes. <laughs> And it's just busy work. So like how you were like just trying to hang on. That's exactly what I was like. Yeah. I but I wasn't like I would like. Sh so for high level courses, especially in political science and history, you just show up, take notes, and then you have a midterm, a final, and a paper that you have to write. That's yeah. it. But these low level courses, it's all busy work. Yeah. So I'm like drunk at like 21 with all these kids. Like fucking, I know how to do it. Like just fucking stop, dude. It was I. Oh, I barely got out. Like yeah. my core GPA was pretty high because of poly political science, yeah. but my overall GPA was like a one seven. Yeah. Oof. And I was like, Ooh. by the skin of my teeth, I got out of there. Yeah, you got to put some white out on the transcript. <laughs> Same, that's it, one seven. Well, this is the funniest thing too. When I first graduated, I was talking to my older sister. Well, I guess it was a few years later. I was talking to my older sister and I was yeah. like, yeah, my transcripts are kind of fucked. Like, I don't want to tell these people like about college because I don't want them to look it up. And my older sister goes, Brennan, I applied for nine jobs after I got out of college. Only one of them actually checked my transcripts. <laughs> transcript. So I just fucking started lying to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I told somebody that the other day because uh, like, it was like a temporary job she was doing, right? Yeah. She was like, I got to find more work. And then she found a job she liked, and she was like, my resume is good enough, but they, I don't have, they, you have to have a degree. I was yeah. like, how you feel about lying about that? <laughs> I heard that works. Most of these motherfuckers don't check that shit, yo. How do you feel about lying? About yeah. I, shit, I might do that if I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Actually, if I wanted to find a job job, fuck that shit. Well, I was going to ask you, so... In 2002, you finish, you're, you're done at NC State, and then yeah. you decide to just, what do you decide to do? Do you decide to go all in on comedy, yeah. or are you, like, working side jobs, or, like, what what happens? I was doing stand-up. I had a job. I was working at a call center, which is, like, that was that gave me some material. Yeah. That was a good time. Hang it. <laughs> fucking wild shit. Just so it's just, get, like, a nine-to-five? high on breaks. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a sure, call center? Not? Are you selling something, or yeah, are you, like, like customer service? calling people at the worst time of the day when they are fucking eating, eating dinner. Yeah. It was, like, the second shift, and it was, like, selling eight, uh, ADT security. <laughs> Hi, is your home secure? I don't remember the script. The script, you know, they had the corny-ass yeah. scripts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did that. God. I did that for three months. Yeah. Yeah, because my ex-fiance was a school teacher and I was working. So I started working in restaurants like when I was 15 and yeah. I really liked it. So even when I like during in the off season when I was playing football and then in college when I stopped playing football altogether, yeah. I was working, working. in restaurants. Yeah. And then when I finished school, I was like, oh, well, I'm still going to work in because I was making more money than like all my friends. All my friends yeah. were starting out at these base level jobs in Florida making like 28,000. And I was like, oh, I make like double that waiting tables. Dude, did you find the right restaurant? So, yeah. So I just stayed in and restaurants. You, and you're fine. If you got tough, you gotta have tough skin though. Cause people yeah, like, once I've been you, called an idiot. Once you start serving people food, they like they own you, man. I'm oh, like, yeah. yo, I cannot. I had. I don't, have, I don't have the temperament for that. Well, that's the thing. I can't smile through that shit. I joke all the time. <laughs> the kitchen staff, a lot of times, will talk shit. And they'll yeah. be like, dude, what the fuck? You guys make so much more money. You work less hours. And yeah. I go, yeah, that's because someone will call me a fucking retard. Exactly. And I just smile. I don't swing on that. Exactly. That's why you are working in the kitchen and I work out in the front. Because <laughs> yeah, if someone said that to you, you'd kill everybody. <laughs> right? Get one of them chopping knives. Yeah. 
But I have the discipline to keep my fingers out of their food after yeah. they insult me. And I just <laughs> smile and go, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Because that's happened. That's happened yeah. a million times. But you get bread doing that at oh, the yeah. right place. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you were in Florida. All you, I would pick one of those little surf and turf places. Yeah. Looking at the water and some shit. People, oh, fuck, People man. feel real free with the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They feel like they're balling out of control. Yeah. I've been in steakhouses. Like, I started at Outback, and I've just been in steakhouses yeah. ever since. But still, it's like, it was good money. But I remember for like a three-month period, I was like, all right, let me get try to get like a nine to five. Because yeah. my ex fiance was a school teacher, I was yeah. like, "We'll have the same schedule," and I did it for three months on the yeah. phone with that corny ass script every day. Oh, I was dude. selling, I was, I had my licenses, so I was selling financial products like life insurance and yeah. stuff like that. And dude, I gained thirty pounds in like three months because <laughs> right. you're just sitting, yeah. you're sedentary, yeah. and then I it was like so. It was one of those things where he was like, oh, it's nine to five, but you take an hour for lunch. So let's call it eight to five. And then if I'm on a call at five o'clock, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. So then it it goes to like six or six thirty. And then all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck, man? And and people like us, man, it's like that kind of job. It's like your spirit is getting suplexed every night. It's like, boom, get on stage. No, I need money. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is the thing I love about working in the restaurant industry is especially softer bits. You can try them out at tables. Yeah. Like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> like and, especially and get, me because I'm a storyteller. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a storyteller. So like a lot of times, if like a table comes in and you get to talking, if they, obviously if they're receptive to it, but then I'll throw in like a little quick like, yeah, this one time, blah blah blah. And if they laugh, I'm like, I think I got boom. something here. I think I got something <laughs> boom, here. Boom, to keep that one. Yeah, and then sometimes it backfires. Like sometimes guests will come in, and I've told this story before, but like Kayvon Thibodeau, the fifth pick for the Giants, oh, yeah, came yeah, in. yeah. And he got really drunk and we, they were just having like a good like time for after mini camp. And it was a fun time. But then towards the end, I told them that the whole, it was all the rookies. And I yeah. told them that I moved to New York for comedy and they were like, Oh, tell us a joke. And oh, you know, God. the number one oh, rule God. is like, absolutely not. <laughs> so I did it. And then Kayvon, like it's a two minute story and literally 15 seconds in Kayvon's looking at his watch, like looking at the door, oh, like shit. ready to leave. And well, he's like, an asshole anyway. Well, I was like, they did a snow angel next to Kirk Cousins after he killed him. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, dude, after stop. he hurt him. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like 30 seconds worth of snow angel with no snow. I'm like, this dude's a dick. And then, but then I told the story and then every, well, a couple of people laughed and then yeah. he kind of chuckled and he goes, ah, that's a mediocre joke. And then he just laughed. Left, and I was like, I hope you have a mediocre fucking career, you piece of shit. You check his stats, like, yeah, it was a mediocre game. That's oh, dude. I was like, I have to now follow his entire career, so then in five years I can tell the story on stage and be like, who's mediocre now? Like, I have to tell you about my nemesis. My arch rival. <laughs> he doesn't even remember you, but you, no, but you just, uh, you just plotting in your apartment. Well, come on, we're comics, man. We're so fucking petty. Like we yeah. hang on to shit. He's gonna remember you when you show up with that Doctor Octopus Dude. outfit on outside his apartment, <laughs> high rise shit. So yeah, right. Just got the we meet again on. five. Ah. Just, just call him five. Don't even, <laughs> don't even respect his name. We meet again five. I'm here for you now five. I'm I'm gonna avenge Kirk Cousins. <laughs> God, that sounds like something I would say. So in 2002, you're working at the call center, you're doing yeah. stand-up. And so what, what what ends up happening? How do you end up moving to New York? Like, were, was it going well in Carolina? Or were yeah, you like- it was, dude, it was like, um, that first year was like kind of crazy. Like, yeah. the, the house host liked me. So when he was out of town, he would throw me gigs. Okay. He would let me host. And then, um, I don't know if it was that year or the year after, I, I ended up starting to feature- Oh, shit. Meeting all kinds of cool guys, man. So this is like two years into stand-up. You're doing feature yeah. shots. Yeah. Yeah, I got off to a hot start. It's like, it's, I thought it was going to be easy, but uh, I'm still poor to this day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is one of those weird things, too, where like, 
certain things will break your way and you're like oh this is uh, i yeah. guess i've made it yeah and then like a month later you're like yeah. you never really make it <laughs> but uh dude it was like uh, i was just doing all the open mics getting up every chance i could and like um it wasn't like here like you know here is like crazy you can go yeah. every night of the week it'll be like um i think the open mic at the time was on a wednesday okay maybe a tuesday so you only had like a couple here just, and there. Yeah, dude, it was just like one spot I was doing consistently. Consistently, and then was this guy um, used to do shows in Durham, and he's just he would come to Good Nights and Scout. Yeah, and then I used to host all his shows. Oh shit! Yeah, and then um, actually one of his shows it was wild that same year oh two, it was like a, a big ice storm mm-hmm. in this North Carolina. So like. North Carolina got like one snow plow in the whole state. Yeah, so they're not like, ready. Yeah, when it, something like that hit, it like shuts everything down. So the girl that was it hit the whole East Coast, the headliner that week supposed to be from Baltimore, was from Baltimore. She couldn't get out. Yeah. So he gave me that spot. The headlining spot? Yeah, yeah. Like the first year I did like a, it was a show. I think that show, I think I did 30 minutes, maybe 40. Damn. I got it on tape. It's like, dude, it's so old. It's like on VHS. Yeah. I mean, it's like back when the velour suits, when, when all the rappers. <laughs> the baggy were, ones? Yeah, dude, I had the velour suit with the hood of the gray joint. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. You got to turn that. You got to. And then like, it was no fucking electricity for a while. Oh, so. shit. And I'm just in the mirror at home practicing. And I I had a bunch of jokes about the ice storm shit. Yeah. I don't even remember that. I should watch that. You got to put that on get, digital and then cut it, and it up. I get embarrassed. No, you should put it on digital and then cut it up and start posting yeah. it. Dude, I am totally bad about that shit. I'm like. <clears throat> well, let's talk about it. We were talking about it before. I got yeah. a shit ton of. Like, I got a set from. Uh, like, the last. Well, I recorded one uh, the other day. I'm trying to get better with that shit. I yeah. think I'm going to post that. But the last set. It's from like the Funny Bone in Albany. Okay, it's like ten minute, a good set, and it's just sitting on my laptop. Yeah, yeah. I've got collecting dust. I've got so I got many a lot of that shit. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, and we were talking about this before, but it's like I don't like watching the set. I've one. Yeah. I was telling you, I have one good set from my going away show from yeah. right before I left Florida because everyone came out, like all my friends, yeah. everyone came, so it was a fantastic show. And that's the only set I like watching because yeah. it was a friendly environment and like yeah. every joke hit because yeah. it, it was all my friends. Yeah. But normally I'll watch a set and I'm just like, I'm going to fucking quit. Con- yeah. Like this sucks. Is it like the the material? Like, is it the material you don't like or the reaction from it's, the material? It's the rea- It's my voice basically. Yeah. And then the reaction <laughs> to me speaking. Yeah. We're like, because it's always, it's always something like something that, most people think you would like uh, be fine with, like, like me, an innocuous like, thing, like yeah. the voice thing. Like you can't do nothing about that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I get you. The voice, Luke, my, my, I got a hitchhiker thumb, right? And sometimes it'll just be like popped back like that. And I was like, look, I was like, God damn, this is terrible. <laughs> What's going on? I do this thing it's where the I dumbest shit. I rub my ear. Yeah, like Luke. I'll put my hand on the stage and then I'll like rub my ear when yeah. I get nervous. So like I'll be talking and then I'll like I'll rub my ear and then I'll like put my hand on the the mic stand yeah. and then I'll go back to rubbing and I'm like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right, it's a little shit. Be confident, you piece of shit. <laughs> I touched the mic stand too much. Your Tracy Morgan told me to stop doing it. Hey, you stop doing that. You ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> when did you work with Tracy? Uh, dude, that's the beautiful thing about good nights. Like I would work with some crazy like some stars. Like, yeah, because it's like the, the 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 comedian pool is so small, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I was I was like that go-to urban guy. <laughs> like, yeah, this guy say nigga five times. Let's put, <laughs> let's put him on. Put him out. Let's put him on with Tracy Morgan. Tracy's coming in town. Put it, call like, Derek. Yeah, Tracy's one of those guys. Like some guys will be like, um, I didn't know how like like how heavy in the game they were until I actually worked with them. But this was the time Tracy had a show on ABC. Yeah. And like I'd seen him on Martin as Hustle Man. So I knew him. So I was like, I was kind of That's like, oh. Brian Fellows. I was kind of like, oh shit, Brian Fellows. Yo, he had a joke about that too. Cause you know, his shit is like mad blue. Oh yeah. And most people know him from SNL, which is like slide television. So yeah. you gotta be clean. Like, he, he had a joke. Cause he did some shit that was wild and they were like, oh, a little bit. He's like, a couple was. He's like, you thought you was coming to see Brian Fellows, didn't you? <laughs> But that was one of my favorite nights in comedy, man, because, like, it's Tracy Morgan. I'm trying not to be, uh, like, a... Fanboy. Like, yeah, I don't want to fanboy out, right? Respect this space. I'm gonna, like, because Goodnight had these, like, these long stairs up the back, and boom, you pop in there. It's like the hallway, green rooms on your right, showrooms, like, straight ahead, stages to the left when you get in the showroom. So I'm back on the, the steps, right? I'm listening to... that's. I just listen to music, get me pumped up. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, R. Kelly's it. World Greatest, that was my go-to. I'm like, we're going to kill tonight. <laughs> I am a mountain. <laughs> I am. I just like kind of spiritual shit. You know how it is in the beginning, yo. Like, <laughs> dude, I the still level, do that. I the level of focus I have in the beginning, like, because um, like after you win so many times on stage, you kind of like you can get it, away yeah. from that mm-hmm. until it's like a big show. Like a big show, I'll get back in that type of shit. But I was out there getting myself pumped up, and then I went out and I was hosting. I, I was hosting. Yeah, I was hosting that gear. So I came out like hot. And then I saw Tracy peek out the back. I was like, oh, see, don't look over there anymore. <laughs> but, yo, it was wild. Cause, so after the end, he's like, yo. He's like, all right, man. He's like, yo, that was good, man. Yo, you got something. Yo, we going to hang out tonight. It was like, it's always oh, like white collar crime. That was the, that was the spot back then. <laughs> Did you hang out? I, dude, I was such a sucker. I was like, yeah, man, I got to I gotta go. Uh, I'm going to go check in. What? Check in with my girlfriend, and then I'm going to hang out. She didn't want me to go. Oh, but you did so go. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going, yeah. Okay, thank and God. I, I thought there, this was going to end with you I, not going. When I get there, Tracy Morgan is like on the dance floor, shirt off. Always. With a bottle of uh, Moet or whatever, some kind of champagne. Getting everybody pregnant. Like, yo, what's up, bro? Come over here, my nigga. He's like, drink some of this. I was like, I ain't got a glass. She's like, stop being a bitch and drink from the bottle. I was like, did you? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, that was a great night. This a is great, what I'm talking that was about. A great, that was a great fucking week, dude. It um, was a great fucking week. So I was just... Doing a show, my homie uh, uh, Mello, we hanging out, and then like the last show we went up. Um, this is still that weekend. Went up to yeah, the end of the weekend. He's like, "Yo, come back to my hotel with chill." It's like, and you know, Harris Stanton. No, Harris Stanton. He's like, he's still in the city. Uh, he he hangs around with Dean Edwards a lot. He was on okay. that show. Like that was a middle act. So we all hanging out, and he's telling old stories about Martin Lawrence beating up people from the comedy store for stealing his jokes. Really? Yeah. He's like, you see all that joking boxing shit Martin be doing? He's like, Martin can really box. I seen him beat up whoever such and such for stealing his jokes. For real? Yeah. So Martin, Martin is actually a trained. He's actually a trained yeah, he boxer. Can fight, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought it was all jokes until Tracy told me. So when did? So the first night that you hang out with Tracy and you're on the dance floor drinking from the bottle. How does that night end? Do you just just I go home? I, yeah, it's like I didn't drink. Um, I hung out for a minute, drunk a little bit. Yeah, and I had to get back to my girlfriend, make sure I didn't smell like uh, perfume or some shit. <laughs> Was, so then the last night, are you guys getting fucked up or are you just hanging out? Yeah, we're just hanging out, just drinking. Um, I wasn't really a big drinker back then. It was, yeah. it was just mostly like weed. Okay. Because like, like, I've seen you lately and you do like to drink. Dude, I, 
man. It's like uh, it's funny for the listeners. I can tell when Derek's had a couple because when I run into you at places, <laughs> yo! you're yeah, you're either like, "Yo, dude, what's up?" or you're like, "My man." <laughs> yo, I get on ten real quick when I'm drinking. Bro. I'm like, "Yo, dude, what's up?" and you're like, "Give me a big hug." You're like, "How you been, man?" Yo, the big homie was talking about that too. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, you much calmer now." He's like, "I'm." <laughs> He was like, uh, you know Tony Woods? Yeah. He was like, yeah, man, you much calmer now. I mean, because he had this other chick with him this weekend. Shout out to Tony Woods, man. He was just on Joe Rogan. But I was hanging out with him this weekend. He had this chick with him from uh, from Richmond. I, I don't remember her name. I just call, kept calling her Richmond. But she was like, you done, you, you've you been hanging out enough. You know, yeah. some people, you could tell when they've been drinking. Other people, you can't tell they've been drinking until yep. they had too much. Mm-hmm. Dude, she was like slumped over. Oh, shit. He's like, man, you used to be like that. I was never that crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was like a running joke when I was in college is I would do like one or two shots and then I'd start like getting real loud. And people who didn't know me would be like, oh, Brennan's wasted. And then the people who really knew me were like, no, he's not. It's when he's sitting on the couch in silence that he's gone. Like, that's when he's hammered. Because I would always like play it up like, oh, we're having a good time. But then when I was really drunk, I would just be like. Oh, dude. On the couch. Just, just she did that move, man. You know the move where you're drunk and you, you to put your arms on your, uh, on your in your lap and then you just bend all the way oh, over. Oh, yeah. Down. Yeah, that's, that's what she was doing. <laughs> that used to be my And move. I was like, yo, you want to get some air? I'm about to go smoke a cigarette. You want to get some air? She was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Dude, I went, smoked my cigarette, came back, got some water, and then the staff is escorting her ass out. <laughs> oh She's God. like, tell Tony I had to leave. <laughs> this is at the stand, too. I'm like, yeah, you <laughs> Like, yeah, you gotta get out of here. This is uh this, this place is official tissue. You don't wanna be now if it's the grizzly pair, you can you yeah, can, you can be slumped over at the pair, they, they don't care. The pair doesn't but, give a shit. Oh nah, this is like oof. It's so much better than what it used to be, man. That used to be a karaoke spot. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. When did you officially My, move to New York? Uh twenty thirteen. Okay. So you after, after doing... the world didn't come to the end uh in twenty twelve, I'm like, yeah. yeah, we can do it. So you you were doing comedy for ten years. Yeah. In North Carolina. And yeah. then you were like, all right, I'm, what prompted you to make the move? And the reason I ask is because I started comedy in 09 and then I didn't move to 2021. But I was doing it intermittently. Like, you yeah. know, I'd be on it for like six months and then I'd take like a year off and then yeah. be on it again. And then I have friends from Jacksonville where I my last stop was in South Florida where I first started in South yeah. who still stayed there because they're like, yeah. I'm a big fish in a small – like, why would I yeah. go anywhere? Yeah. So for you, getting all the success pretty early, why did you – what was the thing that made you want to leave? I'm like uh, – I wanted to take it to the next level. It was okay. like kind of like um, – I started running into some petty shit, man. What do you mean? Like, Yo, the owner of Good Nights just banned my ass. <laughs> oh, really? Why did you get banned? He started banning all the funny people. He's <laughs> He was like a former comedian. He's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- those are the worst people to own clubs. From my experience, shout out to all the uh, comedy club owners that are comedians that are cool. I don't mean you, but this some isn't of them, about you. Some of the motherfuckers are like, and he wasn't funny. Like that's what my OG told me. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, look around because I, w- I wasn't. I was like, yo, he banned. Uh, okay, I had this friend named Jamondo. Speaking of drinking, that motherfucker is wild. Yeah, <laughs> he is. I'm a happy drunk. He's more of a aggressive yeah, yeah you know yeah you know how some people it's like it's like a it's like different stages like you were talking about when you start drinking yeah but people think you're fucked up you're not fucked up you just help having the party a good time yeah. yeah and then you get to the level where you pass out yeah like, jamando had an anger like he was, an man. angry stage in there yeah and i was like his only friend because i understand it i'm like yo he's just he would tell me about his life i'm like yeah he's going through some <laughs> shit he's going through some shit he's, he's always going through some just shit. don't know how to deal with it yet so i'm still be his friend <laughs> 
Everybody else was scared of him. But he was the first to get banned, so we looked at it like, oh, he's crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. That adds up. Then they banned uh, this guy named Mike Spurlock, good comedian. I'm like, yo, why the fuck they banning Mike Spurlock? So I'm seeing it, so I'm starting to drift back a little bit. Yeah. Like, get this guy some space. And my OG, uh, Terry Tough, shout out to Terry. He was like, uh, man, you don't see what he's doing? No. He's like, he's getting rid of your friends. He's like, Aren't your friends the funniest ones? Yeah, you, the you had no idea. Day? Like, yeah. It's like, dude, he's coming for you. He's going to get rid of you. You had no idea. You were like, no, no man, I don't know. I was just, I like, I was so fucking blind to like the whole business part of it. I'm yeah. like, dude, I just want to get me on that stage, baby. I got so was this jump. a new owner for Good Nights? Yeah, it was a new owner. Okay, so the Good Nights, owner, yeah. The first it. owner was like a good owner. It was like a rich dude with a piece of property yeah. that you never saw. That's kind of And owners. the manager ran that shit. Yep. And the manager, like, she, she didn't care about comedy. That's why I got a fast track. She was like, oh, he's good. I can use him. Yeah. It'll work. So it's like. Because she wasn't worried about like how much time you put in or anything like that. She just says, oh, the crowd likes him. He's lively. Like, we'll use him. This this new fucking owner was booking himself. He moved to open mic night so he could do an hour of his trash. He's like one of these. Are you serious? He's one of these magic dudes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm like. And that's what I like when he finally banned me. I just I just went in on the phone. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking loser. You book yourself for an hour at the club you own to do your fucking raggedy ass jokes. I'm like, you you suck. You Damn. Were, and he would like and like I had I was like, yo, you wouldn't even own this club if your if your wife's family wasn't rich. <laughs> Which was true. He bought that shit with his wife's money. Fucking loser. I'm gonna say his name, your Brad Reader, if I see Oh you shit. Street. I'm gonna fuck you up. No, I, I'm not. Yeah, that's why I told. That's why I told him when I got banned, cause he he banned me. No, actually, oh shit. The last night I performed there before I, the night I got banned, it was wild, right? So at this point, I know he's like just eliminating people. He's gonna eliminate me. So yeah, what I would do, I would call the house host at the time. I was like, is Brad there on open mic night? If he was there, I'm like, I just. Because at this point, I had found other places where yeah, I Yeah, and you're work. like, I'll sit this one out. I was like, yeah, I'll sit this one out. That night, he was like, nah, Brad ain't here tonight. I show up, and this nigga Brad comes in. <laughs> like, like right after you? Like two comics before I go up. I was like, oh, man. I knew I should have got an early spot. Yeah. So, and like, this is back when I was just like, you could give music to play. Yeah. So I had a music. I was like, play my music. And then Brad was there right before I went up. He was like, yeah, Brad said you can't handle music. I'm like, fuck it, I don't need no music. Yeah. <laughs> I get up, this dude gives me the light, like, uh, maybe like 30 seconds in. <laughs> yeah. Boom, I get the light. Dude, I'm hot. I walk straight from the stage. So you came off the stage? Yeah. And people in there know me, you know, like, <laughs> the thing about me, man, when I get upset, what I've noticed is, like, I'm, I keep it so light and friendly all the time. When I get upset, people are like, it's like, <laughs> it's, yeah. like it's like a red flag. It's like, oh, yo. Yeah. So I'm... I'm going, I'm like. I understand that completely. He was back by, like I told you what the green one was. The, yeah. They had a kitchen back there. So he's back there. And I know it. So I go straight there. And dude, comics trying to stop me. I'm just swimming through them. They all little. I'm like, move. <laughs> and it's this one, I can't remember his name. I should thank him because he kind of calmed me down. He was like, he was a big dude, like 6'8". Yeah. Like, uh, I got a, a so wiry frame. Over, but he was, yeah, and he just, he sees me. He, he sees me. He's like, yo, calm down. He, he stopped me. So it's close enough, like. Brad might have been as close, so I'm just talking shit. I'm like, next time I see you, I don't care where it's at. It could be a barbecue. It could be church. It could be McDonald's. I'm fucking you up. It's on no site. No one damn well I'm not fucking yeah, them up. You're not fighting anybody. I'm not a fighter unless I got to be cornered. <laughs> I, I run first. But like, yo, <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking you up, dude. It's like, 
I, so was, wait, at this, at this point, you don't know your band. He just gave you the license. No, I figured I'm band. I'm like, yo, let's, oh, go okay. out, let's go out with a bang. Yeah. It ain't going to be a phone call like uh, Mellow Mike and Armando yeah. or Mike Spurlock. It's going to be face. I'm out. Yeah. Fuck them. You want to do this? So we're going to do let's it. Let's threaten this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and he started out. Look, I saw him maybe a year or two later at the airport. I was mm-hmm. doing Skycat work than he was. I saw his wife first. And she was like, I'm like and, she, and Shannon never did nothing to me. I was like, hey, yeah. Shannon, how you doing? We talking? <laughs> and then she was like, and then Brad came out the bathroom. I just looked up and kept walking. It was funny. It was funny. Man. So w- what year was this that you got banned? <sighs> Maybe. A, was this, bef- obviously, it's before you before moved to moved New York. On. Yeah. So I moved to New York 2013. It must have been like 2010. It okay. Was, it's fairly close. So uh, you got banned. That, that, but <clears throat> That kind of uh, helped me. Like, Well, that's what I was going to ask. Pushed so you, me to leave because yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's so like, now you're just doing other clubs. You're doing like yeah. different open mics. And like now yeah, at this point, you're open mics, and I still like I, I've been around like enough people would like book me and yeah. stuff. For, like, and it's crazy. Like I get booked to do 30 minutes in North Carolina. I make like 250. And then like what? What would you get for 30 minutes in the city? Like 50 bucks? Not even. Yeah. <laughs> You're God. lucky if you get 30 minutes. Dude, it's, it's usually what, 10, 15? It's 10. 15 yeah, is yeah. a lot. 15 is a lot. <clears throat> so, yeah, most of the shows is 10, light at 10, and then yeah. get off the stage at 12. Yeah. But it's, and it's not, it's, it's weird too because this is something that I noticed is like just some of my friends who do a lot of touring, especially in the Southeast, it's like they make their living doing that, yeah. which is awesome. But then you come to New York, and unless you get past at like four or five clubs, and you're doing like four or five yeah. shows a night, like you, Sorry, you, you still you have make to a living. you still have to have a day job. Yeah. Whether it's a podcast or whether it's you know doing something with yeah. like like it doesn't have to be like a day job. It can still be in the realm of stand up or comedy, mm-hmm. but it ha- you have to have another source of income. Yeah, you do because you're not making money doing that. Yeah, I, I I've been doing mostly gig work. Like yeah. I do like PA stuff, which is good, but the schedule has to be flexible. Well, that's the thing yeah. too. Is yeah. I and I had. When I first started at the restaurant that I'm at now that we were talking about, when I first started there, the person who made the schedule and the, all the managers <clears throat> were like super understanding yeah. about like the comedy and everything. Like I, there were some times where I would call them and be like, hey, someone just asked me to do a spot tonight. And they'd be like, yeah, just we oh, don't need nice. you to take the night off. Like nice. it's not a big deal. That's why you have to keep your relationships good. Well, and that's, yeah, yeah absolutely. But then let's, we have a newer manager and she is not about, she's like, we need you here five <laughs> days a week. Like what are your availability? And I'm like, come on, like you're killing me right, with this. Right. Like just, that's what I told you today. I'm like looking at my phone, like, please, please. call me, please call me. <laughs> Um, so when you decided to move to New York, what, tell me through that. Like, did you save a bunch of money? Were you like just kind of coming in blind? Were you thinking like, Oh, I got it. Yeah. Well, um, I decided like my friend, uh, Kenny Joseph had moved up. Okay. He's actually from up here. So I, I had, I was like talking to him trying to get out of it. And I'm like, yo dude, if you hear anything about a place to move, let me know. And at the time I was working full time. Yeah. Like I think I, I took like, um, Four months from comedy, just saving money. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just saved up, moved, and like uh, a friend, uh, like Harry Tarjanian. I don't know if you know him. Hmm. Shout out to Harry. Harry. What's up, Harry? Harry was nice, man. That's what I like about the comedy community, man. If you if you know somebody, somebody that believes in you, <clears throat> they'll know somebody that doesn't even know you, and they'll help you out. No, oh, yeah. So I slept on his couch for like happens uh, to me all the time. For like two weeks, maybe. Okay, two, I mean two months. I'm sorry. Not oh two shit. Weeks. Two weeks, two weeks, two That's months. A big difference. Yo, this shit, yeah, this shit was wild, man. It's like uh, moving in the, the dog didn't like me in the beginning. Shout out to R.I.P. Chubby. <laughs> it's like this, this, this child, this black child, right? Uh, the first 
was the first night, maybe the second night sleeping there. I wake up and this big steamy dump next to me. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> Tubby is mad. I'm in his space. <laughs> yeah, that's his bed, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's um. So when you got here, were you like hit the ground running with comedy, or like how did that work? Because I know when I got here, we were talking about this before, but I was like, and the listeners know, I was like, oh, I'm here. Like, where's the vice president of stand-up comedy? Like, I've made it. <laughs> and they were like, no, open mics are that way, dude. So when yeah. you got here, were you like, I'm kind of a big deal in North Carolina? Like, I'm here. Yeah. Like, let's go. No, I, I understood I had to start over. So I was like, See, just, I didn't just, get that memo. Just trying to. <laughs> no <laughs> like one I fucking did told me. <laughs> I was like, don't nobody know me. I got, well, I had like two comedy friends that knew me. And then like, uh, Tony was like, Tony like helped me a lot. Cause he was like, you can walk somewhere with Tony. And like, if Tony gives you a, the, the like the nod, yeah. Like I did that. I did a Chelsea Music Hall. What Saturday? Oh shit! Just told people like Tony's my friend. Dude went to the green room, came back. He's like, "So you waiting for Tony? You're a comedian, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You want to do five minutes?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah dude. It's, it's very swanky in this motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> That's awesome. But like Tony kind of helped me around, show walked me around, and. Uh, that is something I've noticed. Actually taught me how to act civilized. Yeah. Well, that's something I've noticed is that, and it goes to the, the point you just made, was that if you know how to act and you hang around, yeah. like a lot of times you, you I tell people yeah. all the time, I've gotten more opportunities from working at the restaurant and run, like meeting famous comedians and oh, stuff shit. and also just going to hang out yeah. than I ever got doing like yeah. five open mics in a day. Yeah, the hangout was a big thing. Yeah. Because like people know you're not an act, like the, this happened at a club like a few weeks ago, but I was hanging out me and a buddy yeah. and then the manager came up and he was like hey man uh, the host didn't show up do yeah. you want to host yeah. and i was like but i'm not pastor because i've seen you enough like you can yeah. host and i was like really nice but that just came from just being there and hanging out it doesn't it's, happen with it's other all things. it's like a really a relationship game mm -hmm. that's how i got my first um actual shows here like uh my friend like Quan wiggins that's my roommate now he he was up here already like maybe two or three years. Okay, and he was on this open mic. Uh, Tino Romero, the, uh, you, the bum. You remember what's his damn? What's his uh, the IG bum is what he calls. Oh, it. okay, yeah, yeah. He runs around with those tattered yeah, fucking yeah. sweatpants. I was on his open mic, and I liked it. it was comfortable. Like we were smoking uh, weed down in the basement. Yeah, fucking bartender. Once I got cool with her, I'm getting drinks like crazy. So I'm like, yeah, I like this fucking spot. So I like uh, <clears throat> through him. I just got, I started getting like some paid work and whatnot, got yeah. directed to like places where it was more like my vibe, like the open mic in New York City is not like the open, it's probably it's not, not like in Florida, it's not, it's not I like it all North the time, Carolina. Yeah. You do that shit, it's basically a show. That's, I say this a all the show. time. Because there's such a there's such a vacuum when it comes to comedy yeah. that like a lot of times on a Monday night people will yeah. look around and be like what do you want to do tonight and they yeah. go well they do that comedy thing at Rain Dogs on Mondays let's yeah. go to that exactly that doesn't happen in New York exactly in New York I, in New York the wild shit to me like Tino's mic wasn't paid the wild shit is all these paid mics they got oh like, yeah nigga I'm practicing why do I have to dude pray? I spent on my days off I spent like twenty five dollars a day doing mics <laughs> yeah why do I have to pay to get better at my craft I and like if I wasn't a veteran I would do that shit but yeah. at this point I'm like. Do I done share the stage, stage with Trace Morgan, Bill Burr? Yeah. These guys are telling me I'm funny. Over, Fuck off. Yeah. Over, over, over pancakes at IHOP. <laughs> and I, I and I I don't I just didn't like the vibe of the open mic. Yeah. Outside of Tino's, Tino's was super relaxed though. And like if I'm getting drunk, it's like yeah. it's a bonus. Weed is there too. It's like uh, it's before you could like smoke. Uh, that before like, it was legal, yeah. yeah. Just, like you would literally walk into the place, cause like uh 
it's like a I don't know what they call them. It look like little trap doors. They yeah, <laughs> cellar doors. Yeah, cellar doors. Yeah, you can smell the weed coming through that on your way into Identity Bar. Is that what it was? Yeah, so Fourth uh, and A, I think. There you go. They, they renamed it, yo. Anytime I'm over there, I look for. I'm like, where's Identity? A lot of <laughs> a lot of good memories in there. Yeah, man. I mean, it's weird how much the city, the city, and I know it's cliche, but the city's like alive. Like things change so quickly. Hell yeah, the rent's so goddamn high. Yo, people well, be it's so going weird. Out like, of business. <laughs> I will literally get on the subway and I'll come up like the same path I take every day for fucking work, and I'll yeah. walk out one day and I'll be like, something's different. Yeah, and it'll be like a new restaurant or something, and it's like they put it up overlight. Like I just exactly. like, how did I not notice this before? Or like scaffolding came down, or whatever it is, yeah. and it's just always like I went, I had to do something in Midtown, which is where I first moved to, and me and my ex, I moved out probably in in January, not probably, I moved out in January, and I went down there for something randomly like last month. And it doesn't like I got lost. Like it does, I lived there for a year and a half, and I was like, this doesn't even look the same. Yeah, this is a switch real quick. It's fucking nuts. I wanted to ask you about going uh to school at north carolina state and like kind of like when did you because you said you weren't a big drinker back then when did you first like start drinking it's fucking comedy shit oh was it it was comedy <laughs> yeah yeah it's okay. like uh just like in the beginning i would just do my stand up and then uh, leave get back to my sweetheart <laughs> yeah i you really like this girl yeah you was, did at the time i did at the time where it's like if you know, have to go home a, to ask permission a, to go a, sit hang out a, with Tracy Morgan. Yeah, as a young man, once you start like your first piece of consistent ass that comes with a beautiful face, yeah. you're like, I can't let her go. I'll never get this again. It'll never happen again. Gotta do like my dad and just get her pregnant and <laughs> fight through 20 years of the pain and the joy. <laughs> You watch your dad's face be like a roller coaster. I guess dad hates mom today. <laughs> Let's check out tomorrow. But yeah, I was, tomorrow will be better. <laughs> but yeah, I was just dedicated like that. I'll go have my fun and just come home. And then like, I, it probably was like right after we broke up, mm -hmm. just the hangout. It started getting longer and longer because I didn't have anything. It was just you had nowhere to go. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm just hanging out with my friends, get drunker and drunker. I, I think. Yo, I started smoking cigarettes around that time. Fuck yeah. First it was like black and mild, but yep. then it transferred up cigarettes. That, uh -huh. that fucking nightclub life, dude, is rough on you. Dude, I remember. If you let it. <laughs> I remember in Daytona at 18, yeah. uh, smoking black and milds outside of Razzles. Nice. And like, because it was a long story, but the, where I worked, I knew a lot of the bartenders. Um, so I would, and I knew the doorman. So I would yeah. get into Razzles and if they don't stamp you or anything, you could get drinks. Yeah, and because I knew the door guy, he would just let me in. So then I would walk in. I would get a black and mild from the the, the girl selling like the cigarettes and yeah. stuff. And then I go to the bar to the bartender I knew and get a drink. And I'm 18, and I'm like, nice. I fucking run this city. <laughs> it's grown man, like, shit fucking right the there. penguin and bat. I'm fucking yeah. the king of this town. At 18, I was such a fucking nerd. I'm like, I, if I drink, it'll fuck up my vertical. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink. It'll fuck up my jump shot. That's true. It will. I think well, I did, dude, I didn't drink. Unless so. you're James Harden. To college. Can, like eight like college is like eighteen. Yeah, so when you was start the, trying all kinds of shit. Yeah, so let's talk about it. When was the first time like you got like drunk drunk? Was that in college? Drunk drunk. Nah, I was like I was a big weed head in college. Okay. I would get like Superman high all the time. Were my, you around weed as a kid? Face, we'd drink a little bit. No, it's like uh dude, my shit was so rural, I didn't I hang around kids until I went to fucking school. Yeah. Oh but, shit! It was. But that... I, knew, I knew everybody that smoked weed at school though. Yeah. Like losers, look at them. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it wasn't even like a loser type thing. It was like, yeah, I can't be doing that. 
So my, da- my dad would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> we know what kind of mood dad's in today. Uh, when did so when you got to college and everyone was smoking? What yeah. what prompted you to even try it? Uh, my friend, my best friend in college, uh, Chauncey Sneed. Shout out to Chauncey. What's up, Chauncey? That's, that's my G right there. I haven't seen him in a while, man. We got to hang out to Chauncey when I see you. <laughs> but Chauncey, he was a weed smoker. And yeah. He was like, yo, you need to try this shit. Okay. Like, one, like once we became room, I think it was like sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year, freshman year, I didn't do any. I was damn. I was just chasing ass. So it was all the way until chasing sophomore. ass, and, chasing ass, and skipping class. <laughs> in that order. <laughs> But like uh, sophomore year, yeah, I'm just me and Chauncey was roommates, and I remember we was just sitting back, we was watching Sprung, it was Jamie Foxx, yeah, Tommy, uh, Tommy Davis said that uh, what's the chick's name? I can see her face, but whatever. And we like, he's like, man, he's like, D, you got smoke with me. We roommates now. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> do it. Gotta hit this blunt. <laughs> so he smoking. I was smoking. I ain't feel anything. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, nigga, I'm high. He's like, you high yet? I was like, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> Lying like a motherfucker. <laughs> and I remember the point I got high. It's a point in the movie where Jamie Foxx like makes like a goat noise. Mm-hmm. And dude, that was the funniest shit I ever heard at that time. I was just laughing. And he's laughing at me laughing. But after that, man, me and Chauncey would like at least a blunt a day or every other yeah, day. Just yeah, just Hell yeah. Damn. They got on that shit. And um, I think the first, I'm trying to think. I think we went to a bar with like 19. It's crazy how easy it is to drink underage. I say that all the time. It's like like nobody checks. Yeah. At a bar like 19, it had a beer. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I was like, this shit is nasty. Like I thought it was nasty. (laughs) Well, this is a weird thing. And I I don't know if I should expose the secret, but this is what we used to do because I started working in restaurants at 15 as a Mm busboy. So I remember when I got to college, during the season I didn't work because obviously I had football. And I remember it was right when I got there. It was I got there in the summer of 2007. And I remember I went to a Chili's like right near campus. I went with my roommate. And I remember thinking, oh, if I tip this waitress a lot, like a, an insane amount for like what our bill was. Mm-hmm. Next time we come in here, she won't check our ID. Cause I work in the service industry. I oh, understand yeah, how yeah, this yeah. works. So I remember we sat there and all we got was waters. And I remember our bill was like 40 bucks and I gave her like 40, like I gave her $80 and I was yeah. like, just keep it. And then the next time we went in, I'm 18 years old. The next time we went in, she was like, oh my God, I'm so glad you guys are back. This is like a week later. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, can we do uh, two margaritas? And she's like, of course. What are we going to start with? And didn't even ask to see yeah. IDs or anything. Nice. And I was like, oh, this is the, probably the worst thing in hindsight. But at the time, I was like, this is <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, if you act like you belong, yeah. it'll, ha- it'll happen. Like um, We were at some, like, some fucking hole-in-the-wall club. And Chauncey, like, Chauncey's 19. Mm-hmm. But Tonsy got like a full fucking beard, like 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 he's uh like a part Sasquatch or some shit. Like, yo, dude, <laughs> he, he be in the room brushing that shit like. <laughs> and I I got I just got my little mustache. Oh little, yeah, little shit on my chin. I'm oh, like goatee. Yeah, dude, you embarrassed me. I put stop brushing your shit. But he went straight to. He was like, yo, do you want something to drink? I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But Tonsy was like, he was a little more uh, mature at the age than I was. Yeah. Came back with beers. I'm like, this shit is nasty. Yeah, it's not I drank, good. I drank all of it, but it was nasty. What do you? What's your go-to drink now? Oh man, I like a I like a bourbon. Yeah, 
or, or Grand Marnier, something like that. How did you even, how did you, going from that, drinking beer, was it just like experimenting with different things? How did you yeah, get to it's, the... Yeah, it's beer, and then uh, I, I was rum and cokes. <laughs> yeah, that's, everyone in college is rum and cokes at some point. Tony, like my OG, yo, I was like, I think hanging around him, he's drinking that cool shit, like the dark, the dark liquors. Yeah. And I was like, yo, he's so cool, man. Let me try the, the dark liquor. I was doing like rum and coke. I was like, uh... And if it's free, I'll drink it. Like, yeah. If- <laughs> this is a far cry from the old DT who was like, I can't drink. It's going to mess up my vertical. Yo, now you're like, like yeah, yeah, just give it to me. I don't give a shit. Fucking comedy ruined my life. I'll tell you again. Don't do this shit. <laughs> but no, it's like really like got me because like I'm hanging out in clubs all the time now. Mm-hmm. Start smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, yeah, I like yeah, the smoke. The, the brown shit got the, the brown. Uh, I like that better. It doesn't. It doesn't affect my body as well as bad as the. Uh, I guess everybody got different chemistries. Yeah, that's like true. That tequila shit. Tequila, tequila gets, my, gets me a headache. Me yeah, too much vodka. I'm out here vomiting like a motherfucker. And I'm assuming you've learned all this from experience. Oh yeah, man. I've been at plenty of parties drinking, just vomiting. Find a quiet space to vomit. <laughs> I was at this uh, <laughs> like uh, the rush week would happen at at, uh, at at NC State, and then like out of nowhere it'd be like a bunch of college kids yeah. in the fucking club, like three hundred or something. That was like it'd be like super open mic night, and you crush that shit and get invited back to the frat house. And uh, oh, actually, the time I threw up a party, they invited us to do a show, and they bought. It was like, what you guys drink? They bought me a whole fifth of like Hennessy. Oh, really? And I just down that shit. What happened? Think, so I, wait, wait, wait. You do a show at Good Nights. Yeah. All right. The first time, the first time the frat party showed up. So they're at the comedy club. Yeah. It's rush week, so it's like a, a bunch of yeah. like the, the fresh meat. <laughs> yeah. Fresh fish. Fresh fish. The first time uh, they showed up, like me, Melo, we rocked out. Right. We like, we're doing. What we do. we was like, it was usually one of us that had the best set of the open mic. Yeah. And like. They were like, yo, dude, we're having a party. You should come. I'm like, sure, where is it? Got the address, whatever. And then, like, we just hanging out at the bar downstairs. Like, yo, you trying to go to this party? I'm like, yeah, there's going to be some bitches there probably. <laughs> so we part. go there. We walk to the slide door. And they just scream as we walk in like we were celebrities. I look at them. Awesome, I was like, dude. yo, I'd walk in. I was so afraid. I ain't getting no pussy that day. <laughs> it felt like a setup, dude. I was like, yo, I'm a little paranoid. So wait, did you end up doing a show for the the, the frat kids? Oh no, the first time was just party. And okay. The second time they were like, "Yo, you guys want to do a show?" And that's when I got to feel the lick, and that's when I found a quiet place in the back of the uh, in the back of the, it was like a backyard. I was like, yeah. I went around a tree and just vomited. I tell people that all the time. Like yeah. I can throw up at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Just because I've been drinking, <laughs> I had drank for so long, yeah. and I'm the kind of person where like if I get that queasy feeling, like when yeah. I'm drinking, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna vomit. Like I'd rather yeah. vomit now than be sick for like four hours. Exactly. So I'll just go throw up. Well, that's a good. That's a good move. I, it has to. It has to move on me. Had, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, has, just, it has to happen. I'm just the kind of, because my, my uh, I almost said who, someone that I know had taught me this, who yeah. works a regular job, and I won't put them on blast because yeah, they've been on the podcast before, but. <laughs> 
they were just like, yeah, just throw up. You'll instantly feel better. You get a dopamine rush because yeah. like all the endorphins that you're releasing and then you just start, you just continue drinking. Like oh, it's shit. not a big thing. That's crazy. And it was so funny because my ex-girlfriend like hates throwing up, like yeah. it despises it. <laughs> so she would always be like, the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, just trust me. <laughs> trying to keep partying. Yeah, try, <laughs> trust me. I know what I'm doing here. But it's weird. Even being sober now, I've been sober for five years. A yeah. few months ago, I hit five years and I'll still like, if I don't feel it's just i don't know if it's from years of alcohol abuse or what but like if i feel queasy i'm yeah. like i'm just gonna go throw up like if you eat something bad yeah i'll yeah. just be like all right i'm gonna go throw up like i like it's actually this is probably the smart move get it out just get it out get that poison out yeah because it's like why do i want to sit here with a stomach ache That's for true. hours like fuck this so i wanted to ask you we got time for one more story i wanted to ask you about just like smoking weed and drinking and everything now what's like the craziest thing like that you told the tracy morgan story and obviously Tony Woods. Is there anything in the last couple years since being in New York that's happened similar to that? Uh, good. Or I'm gonna give you a bad story. Yeah, give me a bad one. <laughs> I love bad this, stories. This happened like uh, what, eighteen, maybe 2017. Okay. So uh, me and Ben Ben Bergman, Ben Bergman had a show. He was running at the uh, Village Lantern, and um, I, you know, he's like, "Yo, help me, help me out with the show, host it a little bit." I'm like, yeah, sure. So it was a good night. We had some drinks. Leaves there. I'm already a little, you know, I'm I'm like at that point where it's like, yeah, I'm drunk. Yeah. If if nothing else is going on, it'd been cool to go home. I've been fine, right? <laughs> wobble a little That's bit. That's always how it happens. Yeah, wobble a little bit. But it's like uh, they were having um roast battle. Okay. The one Louis J. Gomez yeah, uh, yeah. he used to run. They were doing it at Soho Playhouse. So I'm like, yeah, let's go to there, man. It's close. We can walk. So we walk over there. <laughs> And uh, lo and behold, my, my good worst. friend, my roommate, Aaron Kaplan, shout out to Aaron. He's there, barbacking. And it was one of those situations where he's so cool with the barback. He's like, they, they like drinking buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Him and the bartender? Yeah. He's like, yo, Derek, you want you want some shots? I'm like, yeah, man, give me some whiskey. Dude, like four. I'm just slamming them, four or five. Damn. Off that, uh, off the strength of that good show I just had. Just <laughs> willing to ruin my life. Because like New York is weird, right? North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina, I wouldn't drink too much because I'm like, yo, I got to drive. Yeah. Be responsible. So I I never got like that. But New York is different. I'm like, yo, I'm just walking. Nick, I'm riding the L train home. Yeah. (laughs) I ain't driving that bitch. I got nothing. So, dude, I'm slamming shots. And, like, at some point, apparently I blacked out. I don't remember. Ben, like, Ben's like, yeah, you look cool. I was like, all right, Derek, I see you. Like, you chucked me a deuce and then walked to the train. Dude, fell on the tracks, bro. What? Came back. I came out my blackout. Soon as soon as I hit the tracks, like boom, that pain brought me back. And my dumb ass, I look up and I'm laughing. I'm like, ha! I done fell on the tracks. <laughs> Are you serious? That's fucking a huge deal. <laughs> and then I look up, right? I look up and uh, these two. Luckily, it's like it was like the stop uh, Essex, Lower East Side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I walked all the way down there because they're trying to take me straight to my apartment. That's I guess. not. I was gonna say that's not yeah. close to yeah, the, the smart lantern. move. Would be take the F to the J. Yeah, <laughs> I just w- walk. And dude, I hit the tracks. I came to. So obviously, actually, I'm actually I might have took the train there. I don't even remember. I was blacked out. But I, at this point, you're. I mean, obviously, you're in a blackout, so you don't remember. But what I'm assuming is you're standing on the platform, like just drunk as shit, and you just kind of fall into the probably tracks. just tipped over. God. I woke up, ankle like throbbing on my knee, just laughing at myself. And then these two guys that were out partying, I guess, just helped me up. And uh, and you know Napoleon. Big big Napoleon yeah, was yeah, on uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, what Butchwick misdemeanors. 
Yo, he. I saw when Napoleon came through. He actually helped me out. He's like, man, he's like, man, yeah, you're fucked up. And oh, so he saw you that yeah, night, like, yo, dude. And like, uh, the next time I saw him, to hear him tell the story, because I do, I had like a high ankle sprain or something. My leg looked like a, the fat end of a oh, baseball damn. bat. So I was, I, I was laid up for a while off of that. But like the next time I saw him, he's like, he's. Cause I called him. He's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Next time I saw him, he's like, yo, last time I saw D, <laughs> I was at the exit stop. And I was like, and he was like, why are all these white people standing around this homeless guy? <laughs> he was like, now get over there, it's DT. Them fell on the goddamn tracks. <laughs> that was a rough night, dude. I Like, dude, and it was terrible. Dude, the stop I was getting off at, because I was going to my girlfriend at the Times house, the stop I was getting off at was shut down. I had to go to the next stop and, and hop my ass. Dude, that was some painful And stuff. then I walk all the way back. Yeah, that's when I realized how bad it was. I tried to walk on it. I was like, I can't, ooh. Three steps, it's a motherfucker. Damn. And my mom had some kind of weird premonition like a week before. She was like, baby, I had a dream. Take care of your feet. Really? Left it at that. I'm like, why ain't you? I need more details. Yeah, baby. Baby, you, baby, baby you stop drinking gone, the whiskey. How about that? you would have gone to roast battle. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. a great story to end it, man. That's Plug everything it. one more time. Let everybody know uh, where they can find you. I'm on uh, uh, Instagram, d.t. Uh, also on Twitter, d.t. And uh, the book of DT is streaming on uh, all platforms. Beautiful, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. This was a ton of fun. Hell yeah, man. I had a great time, yo. Thank you, everybody, for listening at Brennan T. Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the one-man show, also X-Drinking Buddy, that's on uh, Patreon right now. Yeah. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Peace.